not making my life all about me, but it starts when I worship him and look to love and serve other people. Welcome to the Portland Christian Center podcast. This is week two of three in the Arrows Out series. Now here is Pastor Nate. Wow, man, you look good. Turn to your neighbor and say, you look good. And just say back to him, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm fully aware. How are our Bibles this morning? Speaking of Bibles, everyone have a Bible? There we go. We got lots of Bibles. I brought one of the Gideons. Look at these. Aren't these awesome? By the way, does anybody need a Bible that doesn't have one? I, I have one that I could give to you right now. Right here. Gideon's ready, anybody? Everyone's got one? Oh, we got one right there. All right. Pastor Jason, would you hand that to her? That would be amazing. There we go. Come on. We can get, give it to Pastor Jason. He's amazing. So we're in, we're in this series, and uh, we're talking about arrows out. Say it with me, arrows out, arrows out. And last week we said that arrows out living, which means that I am not making my life all about me, but it starts when I worship him and look to love and serve other people. If you want to live a life that is full of meaning, purpose, and joy, and freedom, Make it about God and other people. That's what living arrows out looks like. But one of the things that we're going to talk about today, if you're like me, you have lived your life in many different ways with arrows pointing out, aiming at targets, trying to live your life a certain way, and you've missed the mark. Has anybody ever missed the mark? Okay, four of you. All right, we'll pray for the rest of them that are missing the mark right now. We've all missed the mark. In fact, if you remember a couple weeks ago, I, I talked about uh, being in Royal Rangers as a kid. Do you remember the story? And I taped gold coins from Paraguay on my vest, and I thought I would get the gold medal of achievement. Do you remember that story? And uh, the Ranger commander ripped it off, and my dreams were crushed at that moment. Well, what I didn't know while I was presenting that was that we actually at Portland Christian Center have somebody that has achieved their gold medal of achievement. Did you know that? It's amazing. So that's Brandon Phyllis. Would you come up real quick, Brandon? Would you give it up for Brandon? He's an awesome dude. And grab that microphone real quick. Hustle on up here. We've had a lot of people on stage. Come on, we need to give it up for him. He's an awesome dude. Come on right here. Come on, right here, up here, front. I know, I know, right in front. I, I, he said, thank you, because I was going to bring him up spontaneously, and he said, don't I do that. that. I appreciate it. Don't do that. He, I gave him some fair warning. Um, so I wanted to ask you a quick question. What, um, you got the gold medal achievement, highest award you can get, tons of work, tons of hours, your parents helped you. Um, but what, what, was there a time when you missed the mark on your way? Come on. And uh, that's how you complete your gold medal. But we did a winter survival camp. A winter survival camp. Up in the mountains. We went up there camp for four days. Oh, my. We had built snow caves, snowshoed, and did cross-country skiing. And wow. it was It was a lot. But as we were tearing down, the very last day, we had cooked on a fire. And it was dropping to below 40 degrees Whew. every single night. So when we cooked breakfast, the snow around the fire had melted okay. and completely solidified to ice. 
And by the time we were packing up, I had walked by, picking up branches and stuff, getting all the campsite put away, slipped, put my entire palm in the fire pit, oh. and got third degree burns around my entire hand. Oh my goodness. So that would be a pretty big missing the mark. <laughs> I would say that's missing the mark. But you got yourself up, you made it, I can see you still have a hand. I do. Okay. No scars, no No nothing. scars, good, praise God. Well, I wanted to just take a moment and honor you. We talk about culture of honor. This is a big deal, big award, and we're so proud of you. And I just want to say thank you. And now you're a part of PCC. You're serving. God's at work in your life. And we want to say thank you, and we believe in you, Brandon. Thank you. That's I appreciate awesome. That. Love you, dude. Brother. So cool. Thanks for coming up. Appreciate it. So fun. So fun. Man, I, I love hearing stories like that. Well. Today, we're going to talk about what do you do if you have a target in your life, you have arrows. These aren't really arrows, right? We, we know these are, they're symbolic of arrows. But what do you do when you have a target and you, oh, I hit it. I tried to miss. My bad. Wow, look at that. Feeling pretty good. Well, let's say we hit the target and we get a little prideful, and then we miss the target. We've all been there, right? We've all been in places in life where we are trying to live arrows out, and something happens. Maybe a failed relationship. Maybe you had the job you've always dreamed of and you lose your job. Maybe you're at a school, you're in high school or junior high, or maybe you're homeschooled and you're failing classes. I remember there were times when I was failing and I, I, man, the whole, you feel like the whole world's caving in on you. How about when you get a report from the doctor and it's not good? How about if you lose your house, your car breaks down? All of us go through seasons of life where we're trying to live arrows out and we believe and we have faith and we're trusting God and we know he's got something good for all of us and we want to hit the mark and yet things happen and we miss. Or one of the things that I think is even more painful is what happens when the miss in your life was not in your control. What if other people hurt you? What if you've been offended? You see, the truth is, all of us will be offended. But staying offended is actually our choice. We have an opportunity this morning, and I'm believing that this message today is going to help all of us Move forward in God and live arrows out because that's the way you were designed to live. But the enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy you. And he wants you to stay sidelined so that you are not effective in the kingdom of God. So that you believe lies about yourself. So that you continually believe the lie that you will always miss the mark. But today I have come to tell you that you have a king, 
a Father in heaven who loves you, who's called you, who sees you, who made you, and he believes in you, and you can get back up, and you can actually live arrows out in such a way where you can hit, hit, (laughs) hit the target. Yes. And as, I, as, I, as I'm sharing that with you, I really do believe, and I'm going to pray before I get started, I believe the Holy Spirit is going to be stirring some things because some of you have lost some things this year. Some of you have lost some things. Not your cell phones. <laughs> None of us have lost our cell phones. And I see some of you are like, oh, I'm going to mute mine right now. Go ahead. This is a great opportunity. Go ahead and turn it off. But I want to encourage you right now. I just believe that there's a new season for every person that's willing to step in faith today. The things that feel lost are actually coming back. Because the enemy wants you to believe that you've got to be perfect. My big idea, I'm going to give it to you early. Arrows out living, it's about looks like progress, not perfection. We are moving forward in God's kingdom. So Father, today I pray for every person, whether you're online or you're listening right now in the house, I pray, Father, that you would encourage every single person that they would not believe the lies about themselves, that we would believe your word that you've spoken over every single person that they are called, that they are loved, and that you are not done with any person here in this house. PCC's best days are ahead of it because the people in this house have their best days ahead of them. And I pray for any person that's sick right now, I declare healing power flow through your bodies. I pray against COVID. I pray against cancer. I pray against disease. I pray against illness. I declare healing power of Jesus Christ right now. Thank you for your healing, Jesus. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Progress, not perfection. Proverbs says it this way, though a righteous man may fall seven times, or we can say, though a righteous woman may fall seven times, again they rise. Thomas Edison said, I didn't fail. I just found 2,000 ways not to make a light bulb. I only needed to find one way to make it. There's a theological term that I want you to write down. Maybe you've heard it before. The word is sanctification. Sanctification. It's the ongoing work of God in your life as you partner with him to make you more and more like Jesus Christ. If you're here today and you're alive, you're awake, hello, I see you, you're smiling, you're looking great, and you think you've arrived, congratulations, that thought just lets you know you've missed the mark. I truly believe the older we get, the less hair we have, that's true. But I truly believe the older we get, the sweeter we should become. Some of us here are saints that have followed God all of your life. Do you realize your job is now to pass the baton to the next generation? What will they remember about us, about you? 
Will it be complaining, arguing, or will it be, I believe in you, son. I believe in you, girls. I believe in you. That's the message we should be saying. Why? Because age is guaranteed, but maturity is not. Spiritual maturity is actually up to us. Sanctification says, I may have missed the mark in the past, but I have a Savior who's with me today, and he's not done with me. He's not done with my kids. He's not done with my grandkids. And there is a bright future for me and my family. Today, I want to give you hope because God's not done with you. He's not done with me. If you have your Bibles, we're going to talk about a guy named Simon Peter. I love this guy because he gives me a lot of encouragement. I don't know if there's anybody in the Bible that has been more visibly or really illustrated of someone who knew how to miss the mark by a long ways. Here's what I mean by that. If you turn your Bibles to Matthew 16, verse 17, and it's going to come up on the screen. Just for sake of time, I'm going to read it from the screen. It says this. Um, before I, I, I highlight that real quick, here's what's happening in the story. Jesus is with his disciples as you turn your Bibles, and he asks them a question, who do people say that I am? And they say, oh, you're, you're a prophet, you're like Elijah, uh, we think you're blah, 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 and Jesus says, but who do you say that I am? Woo! Most important question you'll ever answer. Who do you say that Jesus is? And Simon gets it right. Simon says, just see if you're awake. This is what he says. You are the Messiah. And then Jesus replies, you are blessed, Simon, son of Jonah, because my Father in heaven has revealed this to you. You did not learn this from any other human being. Now I say to you that you are Peter. What did he just do? Changed his name which means rock. And upon this rock, I will build my church and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. Wow. Talk about authority. Talk about power. Now, I don't know about you, but if I'm Peter at this point, I'm like... Yeah, what's up? James and John, good try. Guess you should have spoke up sooner. I mean, he starts out so well. Two things happen. Number one, God's, Jesus says, you have a new identity. Do you know that he does that with you? When you go from death to life, two powerful truths about Peter that we need to hear about today. This should come up on your thing. Number one is that he gets a new identity. You are, you are no longer an orphan. You're a child of God. You are no longer lost. You are found. That's why we have arrows out and compassion for people that don't know Jesus because no one should be an orphan. I'm going to say that again. No one should be an orphan. All of us have been adopted in. If you call Jesus Christ your personal Lord and Savior, you are adopted in. You are a son and a daughter of the King. And when you understand your true identity, you get your real purpose. One of the reasons we live in such a broken world is people don't know what their purpose is. Your first purpose, in case you're wondering if you need to write this down, students, if you need to write this down, your number one purpose, you ready? Worship God. Always your number one purpose is to worship God. 
Second one, arrows out. People are the what? That should have stuck. I'm going to try that again. People are the prize. People are the prize. And you know, just as that didn't stick, you know what happens a lot of times? When something doesn't stick the first time, we give up. So many people say, God, I tried. And you know what he says? Knock. Seek. Keep knocking. Keep seeking. Don't give up. Why? Because I will answer you. You will find me if you seek me with all your heart. So let's go back to our friend, our friend Peter, who was Simon. So he's feeling pretty good. Well, just a couple verses later, go ahead and put it up on the screen. Something happens to him. Jesus is warning the disciples that he's going to go away and that he's going to die. And Peter's like, no, I'm going to fight for you. I'm going to throw down. And this is what Jesus turned to Peter and said, get away from me, Satan. Oh. I don't know about you, but that's missing the mark. Could you, I mean, seriously, we need to put ourselves in the text. Could you, I mean, I've been offended by people saying little comments about me, but the Son of God... Jesus just said, get behind me, Satan. Does that, anybody else kind of like your dreams are just crushed? I had a coach in, in college call me in uh, to, this is my basketball coach, on scholarship. We're, we're just over the season and he does this like exit interview thing. And I had like my best season. I thought things were going really well. And he calls me in and I'm thinking I'm going to get one of those attaboys. He looks me right in the face and he says, you are selfish. It's all about you. You don't care about your team. And he just like went after me. He was like shaking and he was angry. And I was so, first of all, like taken aback and it blew me out of the water. I was like Anne of Green Gables in the depths of despair. I was so crushed. As painful as that was, I can't imagine what it would be like to miss the mark in that way. More cell phones, that's okay. We're, we'll, we're going to figure it out at one point. We can turn them off at any time, I promise. Here's, here's what I want to I encourage you with. Listen to what happens to Peter. Jesus says, get away from me, Satan. You are, dangerous. You're, you are a dangerous trap to me. You are seeing things, this is so important, listen to this, merely from a human point of view, not God's. That sentence right there will set you free. That sentence right there, we should all be underlining it. If you have your Bibles, underline that right there. Why? Because we are not God. We are not in control. We do not see things from his perspective. All of the misses in your life that you think are failures, do you know what God says in his word about them? He's turning them for good. He is working it out when you don't see it. Your best days are right in front of you. So Peter, or Simon, he does this, right? The next thing he does, this is, this is even crazier. So kind of bad right now. 
The next thing he does is that Jesus tells him, um, he's again going to go away, and he says, no, everyone can turn away. This is Peter saying, but, no one, but I'm going to stay faithful forever. And Jesus says, you're going to deny me three times. And he's like, no, Lord, I'll never do this. And then Jesus is taken away, and he denies him three times. And then on top of it, when he's taken away, <laughs> there's this, the, in the Garden of Gethsemane, if you remember the story, they're going to take him out. And all of a sudden, Peter starts fighting. And it says this in Luke twenty two forty nine: When the other disciples saw what was about to happen, they exclaimed, Lord, should we fight? We brought the swords. I love the way that says this. And one of them struck at the high priest's slave, slashing off his right ear. But Jesus said, no more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. Okay, bringing swords and cutting off a dude's ear. Missing the mark, right? Now, here's what I think. This, this passage is funny. In Luke's account of this, do we see Peter's name? I think that Peter paid him off. <laughs> but he forgot to pay John off, because John, he puts his name in there. That's how we know it was Peter. You've got to take care of everybody. Here's the truth. And I'm going to skip down just a moment on the notes for sake of time. Every single one of us have missed the mark in our lives. Sin is defined in Scripture simply as missing the mark. Missing the mark. So my question for you is, what do you do when you've missed the mark what do you do when you're broken and lost? And it could be, like I said, sin issues. It could be a failed attempt at something. I remember, I've shared this story a little bit, but when Myel and I um, were planting a church and the church died. I'm telling you, there are so many different things in my life where I've thought, I just want to bring my arrows back inside, make it all about me, and just give up. And just say, you know what? This is too hard. This is too painful. It's just not worth it. But I want to encourage you today, arrows out does not start with you. It starts with God. The Holy Spirit will speak to you, and he will restore you, and he will help you live arrows out so that you hit the target again. It's not about perfection. It's about progress. So Peter he blows it over and over and over and over and over. He denies Jesus three times. But God still had a plan for Peter. In John 21, it says that Jesus reinstates Peter. What ends up happening is there, Jesus has died. He's risen again. He's appearing different times. And guess what ends up happening? This is so cool. Jesus is on the shore, and, there, and John and Peter and Simon, they're out fishing, and they're not catching anything. And he says, throw your nets to the other side. They do, and they catch a ton of fish. And the moment, the moment 
that they start catching all this fish. The Bible says that Peter grabs his cloak, wraps it around himself, and jumps back in the water and swims right to Jesus. If you've, missing, if you've missed the mark in your life, if you're struggling with sin, you've been broken, you've been lost, you've failed in something, the best advice I could ever give you, number one, run to Jesus. Always run to Jesus, not away from Jesus. If your relationship is struggling right now with your spouse or your kids or your grandkids, run to Jesus. If your finances are a mess, run to Jesus. If you're sick, run to Jesus. If you're unhealthy, run to Jesus. Run to Jesus, run to Jesus, run to Jesus. People ask me, why do you have the altars open every single week? Because I want to give every person opportunity to run to Jesus. You see, this same Peter who Jesus reinstates in John 21, on, act, on the very next page of my Bible, Acts 2, they're praying in the upper room, and all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit shows up. And he shakes the house, and they begin to speak in tongues. And everyone's wondering, what in the world is going on? And guess who steps forward? Peter stepped forward with the 11 other apostles and shouted to the crowd, Listen carefully, all of you, fellow Jews and residents of Jerusalem. Make no mistake about this. And he goes on and he preaches an entire sermon. And guess what happens? Those who believed what Peter said were baptized and it added to the church about 3,000 people in one single day. Don't tell me he can't do it. Don't tell me he can't heal you. Don't tell me he can't restore you. Don't tell me he can't build a life in you that is arrows out. It's not about perfection. It's about progress. If I can have the worship team come up. Peter's life teaches us four quick things, and I want to go through these fast, and then we're going to worship Jesus. Number one, your identity is determined by your creator. Do you realize that we have a war right now for the identity of children? Every time I turn the television on, I see an agenda. Most of the time, it's not godly. What is my job? Speak the truth. Stand up for what's right. Your identity, God made them male and female. Your identity is determined by your creator. He made it. He gets to determine what your, what your purpose is and who you are. Number two, you were created on purpose for a purpose. Some of us in here, if you're like Peter, you're an extrovert. Who's an extrovert in the house? Just raise your hand. Those are the ones that are good with raising their hands. Introverts, don't raise your hand. You're welcome. Worst thing you could do to introverts. The enemy wants you to believe that what your personality can't be used in the kingdom of heaven. Peter was someone who would jump before he looked where he was going to land. But God needed and wanted to use him and his giftings because he made him that way. He had a purpose. You have a purpose. You have a purpose. Hold on. There it is. Though I may fall seven times, again I rise. Third point, your journey is about progress, not perfection. 
Your journey is about progress, not perfection. We will have a spirit of excellence, but we're not looking for perfection. Jesus is the only perfect one. The last thing I would love for you to stand with me as I do this last one. I hope the cameras can follow me. I'll try to stay in shot. I'm going to come down here. Can you see me okay? Stand up. You might need to see me. This is the part that I just believe the Holy Spirit is doing something new inside of us. Some of you here have been hurt. And you want the arrows of your life to be pointed in out of self-protection. The fourth and final point is so powerful because I really believe it's going to set some people free today. You are called to aim higher. You see that target? The lower I am, the more introverted I am as far as not personality, but just thinking about me, 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 the higher and harder that target is. That's why the Holy Spirit says this, in my weakness, his strength is made perfect. When I rely on him, he allows me to rise again and aim higher. I'm hitting the target, it's gonna stick. Amen? I want you to, come on, you can clap for that. I stuck, that was good, made it. I want you to close your eyes for a second because I just believe that there's, there's a spiritual battle going on right now for you. There are so many people here right now that if you were to be honest right now, you would say, man, Pastor Nate, I want to live arrows out. I want to be about progress, not perfection. I want to, I want to do that. But I've been hurt so bad. My heart, I don't know if it can take it. I don't know if I have what it takes. People have left. People have written me off. They did that to Peter too. But Jesus is calling you right now and he's saying, I'm going to build my church with you. Yes, you, the one that missed the mark. Yes, you, the one who thinks that they're outdated. Yes, you, that thinks they're too young. Yes, you, that thinks they're not talented. Yes, you, that thinks they don't have enough money to give. Yes, you who just simply don't believe that God could use you. I'm telling you right now that God is in the business of raising up world changers. And that's you and that's me. And it starts with living arrows out. If you're here today and you've had a mindset that's just limiting in your life and you believe that, man, I've missed the mark too many times, but you're starting to have hope today and you want hope through Jesus Christ that you can live arrows out, that you can be a light, that you can be used by God. You can help build the church because we need every single one of you. If that's you today and God's stirring in your heart, would you just slip up your hand? I want to bless you. If that's you today, come on, I see those hands. That's awesome. Anybody else? God, God's getting ready to use you. He's getting ready to use you. Lift those hands. Come on, that's awesome. So many hands. So many hands. Maybe online you can give a wave for this one. That'd be amazing. Father, right now, every hand that's raised, I rebuke the lies of the enemy that says that they can't, they won't, they've missed too many times. I rebuke that in Jesus' name. And I declare whom the Son sets free is free indeed. And you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would fill every person right now and that they would be full of your presence. And just like Peter, he may have fallen multiple times, but you are going to lift us up. And you can do all things through us. In Jesus' name, amen. The last thing is this. If you're 
If you're not a follower of Jesus, today's your day. If you don't know Jesus, whether you're online, we had another person get saved online last week. Come on, let's give the Lord a shout of praise. A couple weeks ago, we had some people get saved as well. and We're just believing for a harvest of salvations. So if you're here, would you, let's just bow our heads one more time. Sorry, if you're here. And let's, saints, begin to pray and intercede their souls in the balance right now. People that need Jesus. They're listening to this. They're watching this. Father, I pray, Father, that you would stir in the hearts of people a boldness to raise their hand. Maybe they feel like these arrows that they just keep missing the mark. But today, God, you are going to help them. You're with them and you're for them. So, Father, right now, do what only you can do. If you're here today, I just want to pray with you. I'm not going to embarrass you. Just slip up a hand or put it in the chat and one of us will follow up with you. If you want to receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, would you just lift your hand where you're at? And we want to pray with you right there. Just lift your hand. I want to pray with you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Just in case someone online raised their hand or is getting saved, Father, let's all repeat this prayer with me. Say, Dear Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Wash me and make me new. I surrender everything to you, and I'm going to follow you all the days of my life. I love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We're going to take a moment and just worship Jesus. If you need to run to Jesus, these altars are open. We'll pray with you, but we're just going to take one last moment to worship him and give him glory, and then Pastor Rick's going to close. Thank you for listening to the Portland Christian Center Podcast. If you'd like to hear more or learn more about us, visit our website at pcctoday.com or join us online for our live stream at 1030 at live.pcctoday.com.